Welcome to another episode of A Conversation with Open Minds. We are glad to have you here today and I hope you are still enjoying what you are hearing. Today, I think we're going to probably get a little controversial, but it all depends upon how you feel about the conversation of religion. So that being said, I'm going to introduce the other third, Noah. Shalom, 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 (laughs) y'all. And... Other of the third, Randall. One journal, everybody. What's going on? Oh, yeah. So we decided today religion was something we just wanted to talk about. I guess we've had a lot of conversations about religion in and of itself, what we think about it, how we feel about it. Um, and, and I think in just a way of trying to, I don't know, wrap our own heads around what religion is, what it's about since there are so many different forms of it. Today, we're going to decide to tag Judaism. The oldest Mm -hmm. of the bunch, the granddaddy of religions. Uh, There was something I was going to say, but I think I'm going to let Noah start off. Yes, oldish, oldish. Oldish, yes. Oldish, OG. So Mm -hmm. shalom, shalom, shalom. Um, This is something that um, we were talking about doing this for a long time, you know, doing religion and... um, I'm the I'm the resident Jewish person, mm-hmm. um, and th- this there's a comedian out there that talks about his wife and says uh, he introduces the skit by saying this will get a little playfully anti-Semitic, uh, mm. but it's okay. Um, or like the old Jerry Seinfeld the Seinfeld joke where he says you know you 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 became a Jew to make the jokes about the Jews. So mm. um, I, I don't I don't like to disparage the faiths. Um, when it comes to religion, um, there are things about religion that me, myself personally, um, I have problems with. Um, but for me, though, as being the, the resident Jewish person, um, I was raised Jewish um, for all my life. Uh, my uh, father was Jewish. My mother was Catholic. Um, and she was not a practicing Catholic. And the way my family kind of, you know, I grew up, um, for me, my uh, mom was nowhere near her hometown. She was way in another state. So she had uh, to rely on my father's family for most everything, um, which was cool. Everybody was good. Um, but that meant that everybody that was here was in the Jewish um, religion. So the faith. So um, that's how I was raised. I went through a Hebrew school for many years. Uh, don't remember much any of it. Um, it's a very complicated language, um, but went through uh, Hebrew school, went through Sunday schools. Um, got a bar mitzvah um, when I was of age and um, everything was cool. So, but as I get older, as everybody gets older, they kind of re, uh, reassess their situation and their perspectives and whatnot. So my view on religion is a little different than most people that do have a faith and they abide by that faith and the customs and traditions within that religion. Um, but currently for me now, I, I don't know what I would call myself because I'm not really an agnostic um, that might be the closest to what I am, which means I don't really know what the um, what God there is, if you want to say it's a God. Um, I don't believe, um, I'm not atheist. I do believe that there is something out there that kind of governs um, our interactions and our humanity, if you will. Um, but when it comes to Judaism, and you know that's our first subject, because of the three that we're going to talk about, actually, we're going to talk about some more stuff later, but of the three major religions in the world, Judaism, Christianity, and uh, Islam, uh, Judaism, um, I believe, might be tied with Islam as the oldest, um, and it descends back from the, um, the story of Abraham, um, 
that um, he was told by God to kill his son um, as a test of faith. And Abraham said, okay, um, I will kill my son for you, God, because that's what you want me to do. Um, and at the last moment, God said, no, 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 I was just kidding. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, and he provided a lamb um, out of nowhere for uh, Abraham to sacrifice um, in honor of God and his love for God or um, his faith um, and spared his son. And Abraham had three sons, which was Abraham, or there was Abraham and then his two, was it two sons, Isaac and Jacob, or was that he had, Isaac he had and then Jacob sons. was his son? Abraham okay. actually, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, go ahead. No, no, Randall, go ahead. No, Randall, Abraham had two sons um, without getting too full into the story. Mm. Noah's correct. Um, <laughs> God, we, we go, me and Noah go back and forth about this. So I'm yeah, not going to get into that okay. part about it, about the whole sacrifice thing, because that's a, that can be a whole other show. Mm-hmm. But God made Abraham a promise that he would have children like stars and descendants. So he told him that him and his wife uh, would have a child, which they were too old. Um, anyway, Abraham, the, the fast forward story, Abraham couldn't wait. So he ended up trying to have a son with one of his handmaids or slaves or maidens. And he ended up having a child named Ishmael, which God, his God, didn't say it would happen that way. It would happen from his wife. Anyway, he has Ishmael. Later on down the line, a few years, God's promise comes true. Sarah, which is 100 years old at that time, has Isaac. Now you have these two sons that are descendants. They become adversaries and through on through history, those descendants, as we know, go down into we know today we know about Israel. Right. Mm-hmm. And we know about Palestine, uh, you know, all that yeah. stuff. So anyway. Without getting too deep into it, that's that's the two sons that Noah we're talking about. But go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, where was I exactly going with all two that? Sons. So basically, two just sons. right. So his two sons. Um, and that's really where the 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 major the three religions that we're going to talk about um, stem from. Now, as far as I know, and I've I've looked into religion in general a little bit, um, but before Abraham and his monotheistic meaning, he believed in one God. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of uh, multi-deity um, religions and cultures. Um, mainly, if you think about it, the Romans and the Greeks, those were the biggest ones that celebrated a God for um, so many different things. Um, there wasn't mm-hmm. one God. Now, they had a God that reigned above them all, which was Zeus um, for the Greeks. And I can't remember the Roman. Um, my daughter knows all this stuff like it's nothing. But um, but anyway, so there were these multi um deity religions not back in the day too um you know there were other religions as well there's uh druidism that um you know relied a lot on the sun the moon the stars and that kind of stuff and a lot of the religions did that anyway um so there's there are older religions that existed and to some extent still do but um that is the the origin of judaism is from that um that moment i guess you know if you want to look at it as, as a as a moment um that's when judaism was basically born of that. Um, and it's in, it, 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 let me real quick, just kind of cover Judaism as a general, uh, religion. Cause a lot of people don't know what Judaism is. Um, and there's three different basic, um, kind of subdivisions of Judaism. If somebody said they're Jewish, they're going to belong to three different, um, one of three different kind of ideologies. One is the Orthodox, which is the most conservative, 
Uh, those are the ones that have the, the curls that people, you know, typically see of the stereotypical, you know, um, uh -huh. Jew. Um, and they don't cut their facial hair. Um, they're very strict about all of the holidays and observances. Um, they're the most strict of all the three. Um, below Orthodox comes um, ref um, not reform, uh, conservative Jews. Um, and that's the, the temple that my uh, grandparents belong to and most of my Jewish family down uh, south as well. And conservative is the middle of the two. And obviously the last one is, is um, the most liberal, if you will, of the Jewish um, churches, temples, and that's the reform Jews. Um, so a lot of conservative Jews, um, they keep kosher. Um, that's another aspect of Orthodox. They keep kosher and you can look into the rules of kosher. Um, everybody's got a little bit of a, a little bit of a different spin on it, but it's basically you don't eat pork. Uh, you don't eat shellfish. You don't eat a split hooved animal. That's, I think, the rule and pigs fall under that rule. Um, there's there's a lot of other little things that go with it, too. Um, in a kosher kitchen, you cannot mix your meat and dairy. Um, and as it happens right now, we're celebrating Passover. And when Passover mm -hmm. rolls around, all those dishes go away and an entirely new set of dishes, pots, pans, plates, and everything comes out and it has to be kosher for Passover, mm. along with the food. Um, so it, it's not Noah. just a matter of saying you're Jewish. It's, there's a lot involved. Yes. Hey, Noah, ex explain Passover for our- um, Okay. Yes. So yeah, since we're, we're going through Passover right now, it's a week-long observance. Um, and what it does is um, Passover is the celebration or the observance um, of the Jews and the story of escaping um, the pharaohs in Egypt. And I can't remember um, the exact pharaoh. There's a little bit of a mix of history and faith um, yes. that you can find in, in most religions. And there has to be that, you know, tied to, you know, reality of what we can kind of study and see. So the Jews were slaves in Egypt. Um, and it actually goes back to, um, you know, when Moses was a child, he was friends yes. with the pharaoh. Um, he was friendly with the family. I think he was even well off in society. If you're friends with the Pharaoh, you know, you kind of have that status. Um, but this, and we were talking about this the other day. And as far as I know, this, this is how I was taught the story in, in my mind. Yeah, go ahead, um, go ahead. Yeah. So the Jews were okay for a long time in Egypt. And then the Pharaoh decided that he didn't like these Jews. And I'll use a controversial word, but uppity. The Jews were uh, gaining wealth and status and stature. And you could use, you could apply that term to a lot of different situations, and namely to African-Americans, black people in America. Um, it's commonly used in that sense, but it's a term that is used as a derogatory term. That means that, you know, people that aren't of the ruling class, if you will, um, or race or stature, um, start to get wealth and power and they start to challenge those that are in power. So that's what happened mm -hmm. in this situation with the Jews. And then the Pharaoh um, enslaved the Jews that were there um, and made them do, you know, slave labor, uh, building the pyramids and whatnot. And there's a lot of history of that, you know, that we can see and that's talked about. Um, yeah. And, and so with that, the story of Exodus, which is in the Bible, um, it's the Old Testament. It's the story of how, the, and this is Passover. The story is how the Jews escaped the enslavement and the bondage of their time, that time in Egypt and, you know, under the Pharaoh. And the reason it's called Passover is um, Moses was um, kind of trying to convince the Pharaoh that he needed to let the Jews go, that slavery was wrong and that, you know, the Jews don't deserve this and let my people go. And the Pharaoh kept saying, no, 
no, no, no. And then uh, uh, Moses would, I guess, talk to God about, you know, what was going to happen. And God said that I will release 10 plagues upon Egypt, um, starting with, um, I can't remember the order. There's frogs, locusts, boils. Um, the seas would turn red with blood. Um, but the last one, the one that actually convinced the Pharaoh to change his mind was um, God beset a plague of the firstborn male son would be killed or smoked, some biblical term, um, if, if, the, if at a certain night the Jews weren't released. And that came and went. And the reason it's called Passover specifically is because the Jewish people, Moses told the Jewish people to sacrifice a lamb place the blood over your door on top of your door so that the angel of death would pass over your house. Okay. So that's why it's called Passover. Um, mm -hmm. And so at that point, the Pharaoh and, and the Pharaoh lost one of his sons, um, his oldest male son, because he didn't do this. He's like, I don't believe in your religion, your hokey pokey, you know, religion. So the Pharaoh's son died. And then Pharaoh said, all right, fine, get out of here. You Jews, Moses, take your people and go. Mm -hmm. And that worked. But then the Pharaoh, I guess, decided that he wanted to take revenge and felt he changed like, his know, mind. He changed. He changed his mind. His mind. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna go after the Jews and get them back and probably kill Moses and do whatever. Um, and and then in that and to finish the story of Exodus, which most people probably know, but the Jews flee Egypt and they get a head start. The Egyptians are coming after them. Um, the big finale of the story if you will is moses gets to the red sea and they're they're stuck the hebrews the jewish people are stuck and god um parts the red sea so that the jews can pass um they walked you know across the sea safely on land because the water was split and then once they got the safety and the egyptians you know the the, the troops i guess were following them, they got consumed by the waters because God let the waters go and let the Jews escape safely. And that's pretty much the end of the story of Exodus from the story of Passover. Mm -hmm. So I hope I didn't make that too money. I hope I didn't ramble on too long, but that's from my history, my schooling, my education, what I've heard over the years as well. That's the story of Exodus Passover um, from the Jewish people's point of view and from what I was taught. Go ahead. Y'all, y'all chip into it. And that was excellent, man. Oh, thank you. That was excellent. Go ahead, KT. Oh, you good? <laughs> oh, okay. I can't follow that. So, no, uh, I mean, I mean, no, so pretty much summed he, it up. It's, he kind of did. Uh, really. I was going to throw some other yeah, things so, in there, but I thought, what's the point now? He kind of really just wrapped that up good. Well, you no, want to say something there's, else? No, there's there's more to Judaism than that. As far oh, as I'm sure and, there is. Yeah, yeah. And what I wanted to kind of discuss here in in this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, like as we go on, I know a little bit about Christianity. Uh, you guys know a lot more. You were raised in it. And unfortunately, as far as uh, Islam goes, like we were talking about this and I'm like, you know, I don't know any real, you know, if I do know somebody that's Muslim, they really haven't said they don't, you know, show observances for the holidays. So I feel like a huge disadvantage that I just don't know enough people or anybody that really celebrates Islam to have you know, kind of a glimpse into how it is. I've heard people talk about it on some of the talk shows I listen to on the radio and, and they're actually of, of liberal families. And it's, it's so funny because it sounds like when I hear them talking about Islam and their Muslim families, it's like, you know, that's kind of like how my family is. And even with the, the Christian families too, it is amazing how we are all so similar. 
And yet, you know, we draw these lines to divide ourselves. We come up with reasons to divide ourselves and to make confrontation about things. Um, But, you know, in this and in this conversation, I wanted to come to this conversation with my knowledge and history of being raised Jewish and also from you guys, what you guys know about Judaism, which, you know, you guys admittedly said isn't much, but I'm kind of just curious as to why. And in general, why more people aren't more familiar with Judaism? Because Christianity was absolutely born, out of, born, yeah, born from out of Ju- Judaism. Well, right? I mean, when that's I, the I, part two of the story, if you will. I mm-hmm. thought about it yesterday, Noah. I first started thinking about it, and we talked about the topic, and I really dove into it yesterday. And you are correct. Christianity basically was born out of Judaism. I mean, a lot of the beliefs, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was altered some, but... um. Right. I mean, it was like, and I looked up, I, I admit I had to look up Judaism because I wanted to know specifically what we're talking about. And, you know, the belief system, like you said, they believe in one God. Right. Right. God exists. Right. Um, they believe that you can talk to God externally out loud. So there there you have when you talk about the stories of Moses and the stories of Abraham and even Isaac and Jacob, they could externally talk to God out loud and they would wait for a response, whether through dream or whether directly or whatever, if, whether you believe in that or not. Uh, that's what they believe in. Um, and then, you know, the covenant with man. Now, and I, I've taken this from the dictionary. I knew some of this, but because it's just like, Christianity, but where Judaism and Christianity differ is Jews do not believe in the subdivision of God. When I say that, mm-hmm. you ever you ever know when you go to church, or I even think Catholic, definitely Christian churches where you hear God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. You ever okay. hear that? Jews do not believe in that. They believe in God as one monolithic person, Mm -hmm. no subplots or subdivision, and they do not believe that God ever took human form. That's the big big thing between Judaism and Christianity. And we can debate that. And, you know, with Christians... You know, they believe in Jesus. They believe in God took on human form. They believe in the Trinity. Mm-hmm. He took on human form as God the Son when he came to earth and became Jesus. And, you know, that whole Easter story and, you know, that passing on from Christ, which is another word for Jesus, that's where you get Christians, followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just want to put that out there. And then, You know, when we talk about the covenant, uh, they believe in the God. You always hear this God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. You know, and that's the that's the lineage, because God basically said that his line would come down, which is weird. Uh, And I go to, you know, on this Jews believe in the lineage of of God's lineage of his chosen people. And they believe in, but they don't believe in the Messiah. They don't believe God took that human form. Well, I, um, and which, 
I've had to kind of think about this because I explained to people, I actually, this is a real quick story that I was doing a carpentry work. Um, Funny that Uh, I'm a Jewish carpenter, but um, (laughs) there's, there's a bunch, but I was, I was doing a a carpentry work, construction work down in um, South Florida. And the company was from, um, you know, somewhere in North Carolina. Um, And I can tell, you know, a lot of the people, and they were all good people. I don't have, much prejudice or bigotry there were good most people anybody. on both sides huh? oh <laughs> no 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 this, <laughs> this was a long time ago yeah i know but um but anyway no the, the, and it was a, it was a very sincere question that this guy asked me um because i go in and i check out a tool you know you have to go in write your name check out a power tool because they provide it all and he sees my name and he goes edelman is that a jewish name and i said yeah I'm, uh, my family's jewish he said wow i've never met a jewish person before and mm-hmm. it blew my mind because, I mean, I lived, I, my family was Jewish. I knew other kids that were Jewish and it wasn't a big deal. But this guy just, you know, I was probably 19, maybe 20. And, you know, for me, I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. um, um, I'm it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the I, example. I represent, You're the example. I represent all of them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but it was just funny to me at the time that, you know, you, 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 I do come across that Judaism in Central Florida is not a huge deal. Um, there's Jews, yes, but it's not widespread. You know, you look at the major holidays of Christmas. Um, Christmas is all over the place at every store you go to. It's, um, you know, the stuff is on the lights. Um, everything is all about Christmas. You mm-hmm. go into a certain store, like I've been able to go into Target, and they've got a kiosk with some Hanukkah stuff on it. Um, mm. You might find a few <laughs> other kiosks or stores that might have some things, but it's so limited. Because, um, you know, is, you, well, we talked about it's this, just not, with the uh, whole, It's just not a, a, a popular enough, you know, holiday for the about consumer. This with the, go, no, I was saying we talked yeah. about this with the whole Kwanzaa thing. I think right. Hanukkah goes into that. This society in the U.S. is based on Christian values. Anything else is an outlier. Well, that's just what it is. I'm not just. I'm going to say "quote unquote" Christianity because to me, and we'll talk about it more with with, when we talk about Christianity. But you know, there's the there's people, and I so so back to my other point real quick was trying to explain to people the difference between Judaism and Christianity. You know, you boil it down. And you tell people that, well, Jesus was raised a Jew. He lived his life as a Jew, and he didn't really think he was anything other than a Jew, even though mm-hmm. he felt like he was speaking on God's behalf. And that was, you know, where the, the Messiah comes from. But that's it. The Jews don't believe that the Messiah has arrived yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know enough about the scholarly aspect to say that in Jewish, um, in the Torah, which is the Jewish book, um, that Ready? the Messiah will come as a part of the, you know, whatever the, the end of times or whatnot. Um, so the biggest difference, if I explain it easily, is that Christians believe that Jesus was the Messiah. He lived as a man. He was the son of God. He died. And we're waiting for his resurrection again, his, I guess, second resurrection. Well, well. And, and, and so, but the Jews don't believe that. So that to me is like the major, major biggest difference between the two religions, other than the traditions and customs. Well, let's, let's rewind that back. Christians believe I don't want to get too far off because we're talking about Jesus. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Christians believe Jesus, God, the Trinity, one of the Trinity took on, because when we talk about the Trinity, we try to think of, we're humans. We can't even understand the existence of God. First of all, I just believe that. We don't even, under, we try to, but in our feeble minds, we can't even understand that. So we're trying to think of three people, but 
it's really taught three people, not even three people, is people working in conjunction. I don't even want to say people, entities. How about right? three Ent- sides of the same coin? Exactly. There you go. Three sides of the same coin working <laughs> together. So we believe that our Christians believe, sorry, that God came to earth in human form as Jesus died. Right. Well, now, OK, I'm going to back up even more. Let me back up because I have to explain it like this because I want to be clear. OK, let's go back to Abraham. And Noah talked about Abraham sacrificing. The reason why sacrifice took place was because people had to sacrifice animals by killing them and slaughtering them to ask for forgiveness or to ask for grace or to ask for acceptance, anything before God. God. And I want to make this quick. The children of Israel, when they left Egypt, they had to build this temple, uh, holy place, most holy place, Ten Commandments. It was all ritual stuff for God because only the priests could go before God because of because of uh, the broken covenant from the beginning. But anyway, that's a deep, deep story I don't want to get into. Anyway, fast forward. That's what we're talking about, Abraham's sacrifice. Um, that's what they did. Fast forward to Jesus, which uh, Christians believe in. When he died, that was supposed to break the veil to understand that now you no longer, it's no veil between God and man, you could go directly to him instead of going to, instead of sacrificing or going to the priest or any of that. Um, and that's a, that's a big thing too, you know, as far as uh, the lineage and the, and the, and the history of that. So it's a lot of deep stuff into that. And I mean, I don't want to take up too right. much time and we'll talk about it again in Christianity. But they believe, Christians believe, and this is summing up, that Jesus came, died, rose again, and he went back to heaven. Right. What do they say? Ascended, right? Yeah, he ascended before the disciples, which that's a whole nother story, back to heaven to be back part of three parts of the same coin. Right. To to make it understandable for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and you know, that that goes back to like the big differences between them is that, you know, it, it mainly uh, other than the, the, the little things that kind of go along. With, I say little things, but, you know, the big thing is that the Messiah, Jesus Christ, um, part him being part of God and God being part of him and coming to humans. That was a big deal. And that to me is the biggest difference between the two religions um, yes. in in in. I guess in simplest terms, but, you know, along the way, over the many, many centuries of Christianity, um, there's been a lot of things that have changed, you know, over the years. And there's been a lot of other denominations that have come out of that. But, you know, when you look at the big differences, that kind of is where it it all revolves to me around the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and man's relation to God. And in Jewish tradition, that's never changed. And, you know, the, the story of Exodus took place, you know, 2000 years before Jesus was around. So, you know, Abraham lived, I think it's supposed to be almost 3000 years before, um, you know, Jesus was around. So you look at the times that we live in and you go back to then, um, you know, Jewish Judaism has been around a long time. Um, yes. And a lot of a lot of the traditions were 
um, kind of set. And, you know, for, for people to come along and change it, like it, it really made me wonder like, you know, wow, how did they even get away with changing, you know, Judaism into these three different subparts? And it's just, you know, I think that too, in, in Judaism, it's something that you're born into. And there's a lot of rules that go along with being considered a Jew. Um, like for instance, you have to, as far as I know, you have to be born of a Jewish mother. Um, you still have to go through the bar or bat mitzvah for um, becoming of age. And there's the different genders, bar mitzvahs for men and bat mitzvahs for women. Um, and that's, um, you know, some of the big differences, but you're not going to get a lot of change over the many years um, that easily. So, you know, um, I, I don't know, it just, it, it kind of, made me think, and that kind of started me on my process. Plus both my parents are, even though they were both raised religious, they kind of lost their religiousness along the way. Um, I know a lot of mm. people that say they're spiritual, but not religious. Um, my, my parents would, would commonly say expressions like, you know, they don't really like the church or the temple because you have to pay to pray. There's a little mm -hmm. bit of an exclusivity when it comes to the religion and not so much the faith, but even with the faith. Um, like when um, Jews, when they go back to the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem, um, one of the temples of King Solomon from back, you know, in ancient times. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is what I don't like about most religions is that there's a separation of gender. The men go to the men's side of the wall. The women go to the women's side of the wall. There are certain aspects of the religion that women can't obtain because they're not considered able to fill that position. And for me personally, I kind of I take offense to that. And that goes with most of the religions. I don't feel as though that should be part of what God's word is. We will take a short break and we shall be right back. Welcome back to the episode of Judaism that we have here on a conversation with open minds. I do believe right before the break, Noah was going to get into some of his pet peeves on religion in and of itself. If you want to continue with that, Noah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we can call this part, you know, Noah's peeves. Um, but, <laughs> and, and it's coming from me personally, um, from my, you know, experience and my point of view, my perspective. Um, I'm kind of, I don't like a lot of religions in the sense that, and I've heard people describe it this way, that when you get to the more orthodox and the more hardcore observers and fanatics, if you will, of that said religion, and it could be any religion or any dogma or whatever it is that you kind of hold dear, when you get to the fanatical aspect of it and those people that are the most strict, that to me is what really defines the, the sexism, the otherism, the we don't want these other people in our religion kind of aspect. And I, I, that really bothers me. And, you know, um, and with Judaism, like I was saying, it's a very kind of exclusive club. And one of the differences, you know, along the way that has changed over the, the years from, from when Jesus was around um, that made Christianity a little bit more easily accessible to be a Christian. Um, to be Jewish, like I was saying, you have to have a Jewish mother, you have to go through the religious aspect and prospect of going through the bar bat mitzvah when you're of age, which is typically around 13. Um, and that means that at that point, you are now um, not just able, but you should be able to, um, and maybe actually do take over the customs of that tradition, you are now one of the 
adults in the room, so to speak. And you can you can do the the you know blessing of the of the bread or the wine or the lights, um, and and you you take on that aspect. Um, so that to me, in general, is one of the things I don't like about religion. And Judaism is the same way. When you get into the very fundamentalist aspect, it's very strict. It's very um, exclusive for certain people and certain um, you know for women. They can't be rabbis, um, just like women can't be priests. Um, and there's there's doctrine that goes along with it as far as the religion goes. Um, I just personally, I'm like, I don't. If God is all loving and all caring and, you know, all of that, then why would God separate us in that sense? And I understand that there is reason for it, but um, I just, I don't okay. know. I guess that's just me. All right. Since you went there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I thought we was going to keep this on. Okay. Anyway, this, this is what I'll say. I agree with you. I think that. And this is why I'm, I'm getting further and further away from organized religion. I believe in God. I believe in good people. Yeah. Um, but religion is man-made, whether it's Islam, Christianity, um, Judaism, Buddhism, whatever it is. Yep. It's man-made and it comes with rules that are man-made um, and they're interpreted by man. Um, I, I agree with you too that the world has evolved. You know, women oh, yeah. are here to stay, and I think they can be in leader, <laughs> leadership. <laughs> I know, I, I think they can be in leadership position. Um, but I think that again, humans, and we're human with our feeble minds, we take what God, and I hate to go go like this but what god puts out there and put into the atmosphere or has inspired men to write down and then we start the further and further we get away from it thousands and thousands of years we interpret it or curtail it to what we need it to be um i will say this um god okay i'm gonna have to explain this give me a few minutes yeah god created man which is the first man first. We know that. There's a reason for that. God also created man to be the leader of the home. And let me explain this. Because people take this and they run with it. I'm not saying leader as in what we've seen through history, dominant, women can't do anything, they got to be subservient. No, I mean leader as in... And this is more biblical stuff, pushing his word, leader, as in uh, men were created to be stronger, bigger, but not leader as in to oppress women or to say women can't lead. Because if you look in the Bible, some of the greatest things are if you look in the I only speak for the Bible, I've vaguely right. read the. I've read the Quran a little bit and maybe I should get into it. And I've never read the Torah. But in the Bible, some of the greatest things that have happened have happened because of women. Some mm -hmm. of the, the greatest victories, we have Rahab, which was a prostitute. You know, we have Mary, which bore Jesus. We have Esther, which saved the children of Israel. That's, I could go on and on. 
And the reason why I know this, I grew up in a religious grandparents. So they drilled this stuff into me and some of it, you know, I'm conflicted with to this day, but uh, definitely, I think that's where it stems from. But I think the man has taken it and run with it because we have a lot of women to thank for the things that have gone into the Bible and, and things that have happened. I think that humans need to evolve. I think that we can't just use stuff for our convenience and think that women are subservient to us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I, I so. think that it's, it's that fundamentalist aspect of, you know, when people get to that point where, you know, I know everything and I'm right and you're all are yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong. And it's, it's, this is the, the only way. And it's like, whoa, bro, you're a little crazy right now. Just, you know, calm down. Um, but, you know, I, I, I do think that you're right as far as like, you know, the times have changed and we have changed. And, you know, when you, for me personally, you know, coming from a Jewish religion and faith, um, you know, it, it's like, mm -hmm. let me try to let me try to word it correctly, because I don't want to sound, you know, dismissive or, you know, pious in my point of view either. But um I think that, you know, we are able to um, kind of make these decisions and, you know, we kind of look around and we can, you know, we can sort our affairs. Um, I look at, for me, God is more of the universe. Um, the universe created us. If you want to be technical, the sun is probably our closest deity that's provided us with everything. You take away the sun and there's nothing. This, this We're a dead rock. So, you know, to me, that's the one thing that, you know, if anybody's going to worship anything, go ahead and worship the sun, you know, but don't, don't sacrifice your kids. And if you hear a voice telling you to sacrifice your kids, don't listen, because that's not a cool thing to even contemplate. And that is where I get a little off on, you know, the religions in general is the, the origin stories. It's like, God's made some pretty terrible decisions or shown his hand to be very cruel and ruthless, um, you know, and, and this is the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I heard a comedian describe it like this, that um, they, they were raised very Catholic. In fact, this guy's uh, parents were both clergy that, you know, took vows of celibacy. They left the clergy and they married each other and they had kids and, you know, they all named them after the disciples. Um, but he describes it as the Old Testament is more of the alcoholic stepfather and the New Testament is the cool stepdad that comes in and he wants to kind of be cool about things you know it's like oh and I, I and going back I keep kind of jumping around but going back to the exclusivity when it came to Christianity um you know Jews also had to be circumcised for the men and if you got a guy that's 20 years old that wants to become a Jew and they've got to get circumcised now that's a big problem um you know back then infection would kill people in a, like the drop of a hat I mean it was serious to have an infection um, that, you know, was bad. So the rules were lessened and, and the, the covenant was lessened, so to speak, when it came to the Christian faith versus the Jewish faith. And the Jewish faith was more inclusive and exclusive, if you will, of other people that, you know, they wouldn't allow in. Um, but I look at it, you know, like I said, I look at the, the, the world um, is another aspect that we could pray to that provides for us by means of the sun, we get all of our food from this planet. We get all of our everything from the sun. Everything that we have came from the stars in the universe. So, you know, that's where I look at it. Like that's, that should be our religion. That's it. 
Um, and we'll talk about this towards the end. So just to kind of give you all a little heads up that the last aspect of our uh, talk is gonna be of that of science and technology um, and, and kind of all the other religions that we kind of don't know a lot about that are out there. But having been raised a Jew and living my life as a Jew, not that I, you know, and it, we joke about it and say that I'm Jewish or Jew-like uh, because I don't abide by the tenets of the faith, so to speak. I don't like the plot points that God has um, kind of shown throughout um, history, like the story of Exodus. Um, why couldn't God just have killed the Pharaoh? That would have been a much better way to resolve the slave problem than killing the children that had nothing to do with this. Um, the lesson that the Pharaoh learned, he didn't learn because he went back after the Jews. Um, I just look at it like, you know, these stories, they're, they're nice in, in metaphor, but in truth, you know, I, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. And I, I know that the, like you were saying, Randall, we're not supposed to understand it, but, you know, the idea that if somebody wants to kill their kid for their faith, that's just a bad faith, in my opinion. And I know I get flack for that. And I know it's kind of a hard thing for people to understand because that's what the faith is based on. But I look at when I had kids, it was plain as day. I don't want anything bad to happen to my kids. Hey, no. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I want to know if KT wanted to jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I don't want to hog this up. I mean, I know I'm the resident Jew, but um, I wanted to hear you guys talk about your experience as well, because um, part of it of Judaism is that people don't know a lot about it or Jews themselves. So yeah, go ahead. You guys, I'm done rambling, please. You guys go ahead and-, and Well, I want to I want to answer that with some of what you yeah, said, yeah. but I want, you know, KT's here too. Well, go ahead and answer him. Otherwise, it's oh, going well, to something else entirely. So Yeah, I mean, because I feel like we're going deeper and deeper into biblical stuff. Yeah. Um, And it's not really... I mean, it's partly Judaism, but it's turning into like a a debate on Christianity, which, you know, I, me and Noah have talked about this several times. Um, the first thing I, I, I would say, Noah, is that, <clears throat> like I'm, I'm going to say again, I'm going to keep repeating this. I'm getting further and further away from religion because I think religion divides and is only used for the people that are empowered to push their agenda personally. Mm -hmm. I think I believe in God because I think all things come from that entity. The, the sun part is true. I agree with that. Um, I don't look to the sun as a God um, because I don't think it can create. I think it can nourish, um, but I don't think it cre create because something that is a true uh, higher power should be able to create, nourish um, several different things. And I look at it like, I'll give you two examples. Um, when we talk about the space part of the earth, if you look at it, all the planets that are before the earth are un uninhabitable because they're too hot. All the planets that are maybe behind the earth, maybe except one or two of them are uninhabitable because it's too cold. You'll freeze to death as humans. You know, we have the exact, for lack of a better phrase or term, pH balance. 
to inhabit life on this planet. You know, some higher entity to me had to be involved. Um, now, I don't know what it is because I have a human earthly mind which cannot even grasp um, something higher than what I am because I've, we've never even seen past this universe. And we know there are several other universes out there. And then I look at the human body because if you think we're all in a profession that we, we're medically trained, you think about how much it takes for the actual body to even take one breath. And I think me and KT talked about this. To even take one breath, how many exchanges of gas, movements of muscle, brain functions have to go, do something to take one breath. To me, that has to be something higher at work. Now, uh, to explain all that out, I don't know, because like I said, I'm a human. Um, and then just getting to the whole sacrificing thing. Like I said, I didn't really want to get into the whole story of the Jews and everything, but we got to understand how the Jews even got to Egypt. It was because of Joseph. We have to, I, I tell everybody, because I'm going to be quick, read the story of Joseph. You got to read the whole story, how the Jews right. even got to Egypt. Joseph, what they did while they were Egypt, they were prosperous. Yes. There's a reason why they were prosperous. Yes. And then they chose to do something. And then God came back and he had to make an example. Anyway, read that story. And we'll, it'll take you all the way down to their bondage. Um, because they were the chosen people. Anyway, uh, I just feel like we can't understand. Like, my last point is, if you took Abraham from his time in the world and you were able to Okay, let me give you an example. Me and my daughter, we watched this thing on Saturday. It's called Superbook. And it's a, it's a uh, religious program. It's a cartoon. And basically, two kids and a robot, they're in modern day time. And they're able to Superbook, which is a supercomputer, beams them back into, like my daughter likes to say, olden days. And like they went back to Abraham. So imagine us beaming back and telling Abraham about cell phones, mm. missiles, satellite. He would call us blasphemous. You know, he would say that could never happen. He would say, you're crazy. To me, in my mind, that's just like us thinking about what happened in those times. It's, I don't believe that ever happened, you know? Not me, I'm saying somebody would say that, you know, um, because we really don't know. We've never lived in those times. so. We can only right. go by writing. And my last point, and I'll be quiet, is the Bible. I can only speak for the Bible because that's the only one I've read continuously. Was made up of, I think, 33, I think 33 authors. Don't quote me on this. But it was inspired by God. And most of these people never talk. And the Bible flows. If you open it from the beginning to the end, it flows. From the Old Testament to the New Testament. And I'll leave it with this. In a book. If you have chapters 1 through 10 and 11 through 20, I mean, you got to believe the whole book. You can't just believe 11 through 20. That doesn't make any sense. You know, even though time evolves, either we're going to believe the whole book or we're just going to throw the book away. 
you know, and that's right. getting into a, a biblical thing. I don't want to get too deep, but that's my whole take on it um, without getting further and further um, down the road. Now, hopefully that well, makes sense. Yeah, and I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And I heard somebody describe it like this, is that, you know, if you try to explain algebra to your dog, they're exactly. going to look at you like <laughs> they, they don't even understand the language. And that's exactly yes. what it is like for us to try to contemplate what God is. Mm, and yes. I mean, I feel the same way. I just look at it like I'll just, you know, kind of my feeling is that, you know, God is more of the universe. Um, and there's no way for us to comprehend that. I mean, we've got scientists that try to do it and they just look he around could be. and they go, they go I yeah, totally believe uh, we, that. Don't, we don't get the whole thing. We kind of have ideas, but, you know, but to me, that's where faith is, is great. Not so much religion, like, you know, you're saying it's that, you know, we're, we're in this together. We're trying to figure this out. We're trying to be the best people or versions that we can. And, you know, I don't, I just, I, I, I don't like it when the religion divides us and draws the lines and excludes people and things. And, and you know, I like it when it's more inclusive. Um, I love when we get together, we get together, the Jewish Sabbath is actually Saturday. Mm-hmm. And there's other Christian faiths that do this too. I think the, um, the Muslim, not Muslims, the, um, the Mormons do that. I think their uh, Sabbath is a Saturday. You got um, Mormons, you got Seventh-day Adventists. The Seventh-day Adventists, that's uh, the one I was thinking of. That's the, so... Um, but we would get to, we would get together every Friday night. We would do the blessing over the candles. It was the kiddish, you know, um, ceremony, and it was great, man. We had a great time. The family would get together. We'd laugh. We'd, you know, all talk about stuff and hang out. It was a great dinner, um, and it was just so much fun. And it was great, and I love that. I love that part of that religious aspect. You know, that we're getting together for this religion and this faith. Um, but it's all the other things along the way that just kind of make me cringe about it. But, you know, that's, I think it's our job to kind of make things better. Yes. You know, like, like you're saying, as time goes on, you know, we kind of look around and, you know, but so KT, we were talking about this earlier. Um, I'm the only Jewish person, you know, right. Correct. All right. Randall, how many other Jewish people do you know? I knew of one. It was a while ago. It was a female that I knew. I don't think she was like practicing anything, but right. just one. I find it amazing that there's not more Jewish people out there, and I, I think there's a little part of it that, um, and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, we kind of wrap things up here, but I, I think that it's different in the sense that over the years religions have kind of changed a little bit, and the, and the, you know, the religion, not the faith so much, but the evangelical aspect is very much a Christian thing. There really are no evangelical Jews. Jewish people keep very quiet about their faith and their religion. Um, they don't talk about a lot of stuff like that. Um, there, and there's some stereotypes that go along with everything. Um, but you know, when it comes to the Jewish people and religion, they don't really advertise it. Um, I do so, know, no, I will say this, not to interrupt yeah. you, I will say this, but our, I think our location might have a part of that too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. And it's funny, too, because over the years, you always hear these stereotypes about, you know, Jewish people being, you know, miserly, being very wealthy and, you know, Mm -hmm. owning everything. And it's like, y'all don't know my family because we're Mm -hmm. not wealthy. We don't own much. We had a business years ago, but, you know, that kind of fell on hard times, so to speak. So stereotype. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as far as being like, you know, kind of cheap and miserly, Mm -hmm. bro, I 
I mean, mm. I've only got limited funds, but I have no problem in spending money on this or that. I mean, I like to be efficient. I'm not yeah. going to spend $20 when I can easily spend 10 on the same exact thing. I mean, that's just anybody, but the people that won't open their wallet for little things, you know, not even charity, but just goodwill. It's like, bro, you can, yeah. you can spare 10 bucks. You could spare 20. You could even spare a hundred bucks, if not more. You just mm-hmm. don't want to. Um, so I think it's, it's like you said, it's the stereotypes um, that kind of sour a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's, there's Jews everywhere, um, you know, in all walks of life. And you might not realize it or recognize it. And then, you know, there's also the converts too, people that come into the religion for whatever reason and, um, mm-hmm. you know, make it part of their life and, and, you know, forward from that point. So no doubt. So, so anyway, um, I think we, I think I've rambled long enough. Anybody else you've got anything you want to throw down in the conversation? I mean, we could always talk a little bit more about the Judaism and stuff on the next ones. Cause we talked about Christian and Muslim stuff here. So, yeah, I think but, the, the, we got to the main point points and I just think that, the Judaism, um, you know, with the Torah, I will look more into that because I want to the laws of Moses, you know, the Jewish diet, we you know, and we talked about kosher. When we're talking about these religions, I think it's important to highlight um, their beliefs. And then, you know, so because when people are listening, I think they key in on those things because you might not remember everything, but you remember kosher, you know, keywords, mm-hmm. Torah. Um, the difference between a Jew and a Christian, you know, people will remember that. Yeah. They'll key in on that. So I think that's important. Oh, no Story pork. Jews don't eat pork, right? Jews don't eat nope. pork. No yeah. pork, no shellfish. Um, mm-hmm. You don't mix your, uh, your milk and dairy. Milk and dairy. Uh, your, your meat and dairy, I mean. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of other little rules, like there's vegetable oil. That's why margarine's a big deal in, in you know, kosher households because it's not an animal or dairy oh, product. Yeah. It's, it gets so complicated. And if you ever want to, and I've shown people that work this too, if you ever want to kind of freak out about how prevalent Judaism actually is in the world is the next mm-hmm. time you're at the store, find a package of food or anything that you consume and look for something on that package that will advise if it's kosher. And mm-hmm. it'll be a little um, Hebrew symbol. It'll be a little K or a P um, just kind of look for the packaging or just research what makes, you know, how can I see if food is kosher? Mm-hmm. And almost every, every product of food is going to have some marking to say whether it's kosher or not. And also fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Another fact is um, I knew this, but they based their diet off of uh, if your Bible reader, Leviticus 11, that breaks it down. Leviticus 11, the old Testament, I think it's the fourth book. Uh, third book and uh that's what they based their diet off of leviticus 11 it's a chapter in leviticus um so that's what i have uh, before we close that's all i have yeah man cool kt you there well i think we kind of beat judaism <laughs> to death <laughs> the chosen people man come on and we kind of picked it up, dropped it on his head, and beat it again. Yeah, yeah. we want to give you want to give you a wealth of information, man. So you gotta, we can walk away from uh, our podcast. Yeah, you got to air it out, man. Air it out. Get it all out there. No, that's yeah. good. I mean, it's good to get it all out there. So, uh, yeah. I mean, what can I add? Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, right. with that being said, because we could be here for another hour, but we don't have that kind of time. No, so, right. neither uh, do you all. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so with that being said, um, yes, our next few topics on religion, I think, will be a little more in-depth on Christianity. Maybe we'll touch on Catholicism a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. Islam. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I think we will kind of try to wrap it up with uh, more definitive questions of religion, science, how it all fits in the world with, as we say, the world is ever-changing. So mm-hmm. with it changing into what it is today, how does religion fit in today's world where people are straying further away from it more so than going to it. And if we're saying religion is as archaic as it is and old, how do you then make that new to have people continue to believe in it? But those mm-hmm. were just questions in my head. So anyway, I mean, that was on. deep, man. That was deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Love laughs> I just listened to it. I was like, oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what we want to get across. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. you said. so that'll be for the next episode so with that being said we want to say thank you very much for listening to this episode of a conversation with open minds we will be around again on spotify apple google you name it wherever you listen to your podcast subscribe so you don't miss an episode and please remember when you are talking with your family and friends always remember to have a conversation with an open mind